Hi, this is James Gebhardt, CEO of MyArkit.com, M-Y-A-R-K-I-T.com. Today we got, they went to war. A lot of people we know of have gone to war. We never really get their stories. We never really get the feel of what happened, what what they, what they maybe felt what they were fighting for, or just, just their experience. Well, three of those individuals I have today I want to talk about, Frank, Alan, and Donald. These three guys I knew, good friend, a father, and a grandfather. First one we have is Frank. Frank was a kind of a, I could just say crotchety old guy. He was kind of fun. He gets to know him a lot of times. Crotchety people tend to open up. I tend to be that way. And he was working. We were working at a gas station. And he was over at the cashier. He was also hooked up to his oxygen bottle. This is way back in the 80s. And I was a mechanic. And every once in a while, we'd come into the cashier's cage there. And basically, we'd just shoot the breeze a little bit about what's going on. And I just one time asked him, I said, hey, do you ever, you ever serve in the military? And he goes, yeah, I served in the military. I says, well, what what'd you do? And he was going, well, I was a B-17 pilot in the Second World War out of uh, uh, England. And, of course, he'd fly across the channel over there and do his bombing runs and stuff. And I just went, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. And, you know, I, I think I got one story out of him where he says, oh, yeah, I can remember one time we we flew over. He could remember flying over the beaches of Normandy about a day or two after the Normandy uh, the D-Day invasion. And they were doing some whatever they, I don't know if it was another bombing run or reconnaissance or whatever they were doing, maybe repositioning planes, who knows. But uh, it was right there. It was just like fascinating. This is not watching National Geographic. This is getting it right from a person's mouth that experienced it. It was just fascinating. And uh, so as years go by, you know, I, I went on to greener pastures. He went on to greener pastures, whatever he was doing. But I could always remember Frank, so, you know, the quiet, older guy hooked up to an oxygen bottle as a cashier but he was a B-17 pilot in World War II. Uh, next guy we have has my dad, Alan. He was drafted into the Korean War back in the 50s. And he's stationed in Japan. And he was a uh, motor pool mechanic. He was a, a mechanic in real life. And also he had a bad eye. So basically he said, yeah, you're a mechanic. And uh, it was fascinating. I, I was able to actually set him down and get some stories out of him one time back in the 90s before he passed away. And it was just some funny stories. I and mean, sometimes you get a lot of funny stories. Sometimes he was never in combat, but he just basically tells about the stories, he, what he was doing. I mean, you have people in the military that either have, you have support role, you have combat role, you have different roles. Everybody plays a different role. And he had a, just a fantastic Funny, funny stories of them being over in Japan in the 50s. And this is not, this is shortly after World War II. So, you know, he was experiencing, he was, the experiences he had there were just, just some of the best memories I remember recording and saving of him, telling about when he was in the Korean War. And the last gentleman we have on the list is Donald. And Donald was my grandfather. And he was kind of a, kind of a reserved kind of a gentleman. I remember best things about grandpa was we always used to go camping a lot with him. And this is back in the days when all the tents were thick canvas and he had all the Coleman stoves and Coleman lanterns that were always making so much noise. 
but I can remember just camping was always the best time. And I remember he was always the kind of guy that would have a, he would always be kind of sitting there, always kind of, you know, always maybe having memories on the tip of his tongue, but not really saying the memories or talking about certain things. But he was drafted in World War II. He was in the Pacific Theater. Uh, he was a radio operator. I'm pretty sure of that. Like I said, my my memory isn't that good because I'm not get. I don't. I was never recorded. I've even asked my mom, and I got I get two different messages from. He had four kids, my mom and three of my uncles. And I think one time I got a message. I know he had the Purple Heart, but I don't know if he was in Guadalcanal. I heard one time, or somebody said Iwo Jima. So you know those stories are conflicting. So I wish I would have able at one time be able to sit him down and get more stories out of him. Very quiet about his uh, military experiences. I think I remember him only one time mentioned something in the military, and I can't even a story of what happened, and it was uh, I, I can't even remember it. I just remember one time he was talking about something, and um, so I really missed uh, not getting those memories out of my grandfather. I tried to look up records of him not too long ago and i come to find out a lot of the records we have military in certain branches army i think navy were destroyed in a big fire out in uh out east out in washington area back in the 70s i do believe it was might have been the 60s but a huge amount of records were destroyed it was like a four-day fire and it just shows you how how precarious how how even oh i could find those records i can get those memories don't procrastinate if you have somebody in your family that was in the military get some of the stories from them. ask them what it was like it could be some funny stories it can be it could be some bad stories too but um we need to have those stories to pass on and uh, we have the opportunity and ability now to do that with the technology we have MyArchid.com makes it very easy for them. They went to war. Have a good day.